Maryland Speedway proudly presents Rapid on Racing, the Tri-State's number one motorsports talk show. Today's program is brought to you in part by our marketing partners. Recognized by the Eastern Motorsports Press Association as one of the top racing shows in the Eastern United States, here's Rapid on Racing. Fans, good evening and welcome to Wrapping on Racing, May 10th. Uh, joining me now is my co-host, Dave Oliveri. Dave, good evening. How are you? I'm doing well, Don. I, I hope the, the weather's a lot nicer in Troutman, North Carolina than it is here in, in western Pennsylvania because I can't remember the amount of cancellations we've had uh, across the whole weekend, both Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in quite some time. I don't think hardly any racetracks got anything in, and I guess that's you know that might be a, a good thing for some of the drivers trying to catch up on their cars, but for the fans that are, in, that are waiting and chopping at the bit for racing season to start, I guess we're all just going to have to wait another week, Don. Well, you keep asking me when I'm coming up to Pennsylvania. Like today, it was 80 degrees. The sun was out. It was beautiful weather. I think I'm going to wait until it gets a little better up there. <laughs> well, we had half of that temperature here in Pittsburgh today. So, well, you were uh, enjoying the 80s. We were sitting here freezing in the uh, the 40s. And I think in some of the areas, they, there were snow flurries around. Bill Rebar said the reason they canceled Friday at Jennerstown, it was snowing. I'm not ready. I'm, I don't want to go back to the winter that we had. So hopefully Mother Nature will cooperate for this coming weekend, Don. Okay. We're getting, uh, getting rolling here. Uh, guests tonight include Jennerstown Speedway General Manager Billy Rebar, Asphalt Modified Driver Adam Henry, Lernerville Speedway Hall of Fame Big Block Modified Champion Brian Schwartzlander, your buddy Brittany Kennedy, Late Model Driver Zach Morrow, Late Model and Modified Driver Drake Troutman. Tom Lang has his report on the PDRA races at Bowling Green, Kentucky. You know, persistent uh, overnight rain and showers lingering in the morning forced the cancellation of uh, racing at Lernerville on Friday. Uh, this coming Friday will be their third attempt to celebrate the Lernerville Grand presented by Alternative Power Sources as part of the Fab Four Racing. The 410 Sprint Cars will compete for a $1,000 cash bonus in addition to the posted prize money as the event will mark the 1,000 sprint car race in Lernerville history. Don, just, you know, since we got a little bit of extra time here this week due to the weather, you've witnessed a lot of those so far 999 races with the last race going to Cy Lynch. And, and, and your, your, your career as a racer and as an announcer at the Speedway, is there any one particular 
again, we're going to say the sprint car moment that sticks out to you. Yes, when Ed Lynch Jr. beat the World of Outlaws. I was the on-track announcer, and the uh, celebration in Victory Lane was incredible. And uh, Ed proved that he's one of the best. Well, while we're talking about the Outlaws, uh, again, like I said, not much action out there. But in the world of late models, uh, World of Outlaw action, that was Brandon Shippard picking up his first win of the year. And he's currently now regained the points in the series and uh, coming in in second place in points at the 60 points behind is Chris Matten with two wins. And early season point later, Kyle Strickler with two wins is 120 points behind. But, Don, the interesting part of that first win for Brandon Shepard, we came Friday night at Mississippi Valley Speedway for a 12500 uh, uh, win, and Chris Madden picked up the win on Saturday for his, but would you have ever thought B-Shep this late in the season, or so early in the season, one win so far? Well, the competition, the level of competition has really increased, and uh, some of the other guys are catching up. Uh, Shepard, uh, for a while there, on any given night, you just anticipated he was going to be either winning or on a podium. Uh, I think a lot of the drivers alluded to is the manufacturers now, whether it's a, a Longhorn, a Rocket, a Pierce, they're all so competitive, and it takes each team and driver to you know be successful to have that advantage. With maybe what you know Brandon had last year, someone has this year, and you just never know from you know almost week to week and in, in event to event. Uh, looking at the World of Outlaw Sprints, uh, Brad Sweet has eight victories. David Gravel second in the points with three, and Carson Macedo is uh, third with two wins. Uh, Brent Marks Friday night at Eldora for 10000 and Sheldon Hoddenschild for 10000 on Saturday, both at Eldora. Yeah, some great racing there, and one of the few tracks to even get anything in this weekend. But also the Lucas Oil Dirt Late models were off, and... They're not going to be racing for a few more weeks, but your top three in points currently are Tim McCready, Hudson O'Neill, and Jonathan Davenport. But while we're talking about late models, Don, not many of our drivers were able to venture out this weekend, but uh, congratulations go to Colton Flinner on his win Saturday night at the Muskegon County Speedway with a last corner pass at the line with a margin of victory of 0.27. I saw the replay in... It was one of those ones as an announcer. Thank goodness for electronic timing, because you would not have known who won by the naked eye. I had to laugh at uh, Greg Wheeling. I mean, he's got it bad. He wants to go to racing. And he had a list up there of his first five choices, and they were all rained out. And then he finally found his way to Muskingum. So uh, I guess uh, that would probably be uh, choice number six. But uh, he saw a good race, and I believe he enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I saw his post on Facebook since he's been away. He says he's going to have to brush hog his grass between the snow and the rain up in the Franklin area. He's got some work ahead of him this week, Don. want to remind everybody, Wrapping on Racing is available every Monday night at 6 p.m. on Apple TV, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, or WrappingOnRacing.com. The program's available 24-7, 365 days out of the year. And if you miss any of the programs or archived, you can go to Apple TV or WrappingOnRacing.com. We want to 
want to thank Jenner Style Speedway, the title sponsor for Rapid On Racing, and our marketing partners, Alternative Power Sources, Environmental Air Incorporated, Night and Day Seal Coating, plus Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, RPS Financial Solutions, Toma Meat Market, and Zarin Truck and Automotive. And a thanks to you, my co-host, Dave Oliveri, and our reporters, Howie Bayless, Lenny Baticki, Tyler Harris, Bill Korch, Tom Lang, and Jim Zufall. And a special thanks to senior engineers and technical advisors, Bill Korch, Ted Lusick, and Gary Scott, along with Bob Miller, our multimedia data collection facilitator. Well, Don, it, it's just it's always been you know great talking to you. We're looking forward to you uh, making the trek up here within the next couple weeks. Uh, I hope you're enjoying the weather down there. I'm looking for one three-letter word this week, sun. Okay, Dave, I thank you for a nice uh, report. Uh, You have a good evening. You do the same, Don. This is the Banker Bob Thought for May 10th. In wine, you find wisdom. In beer, you find freedom. But in water, you find bacteria. This portion of tonight's program is brought to you by Jennerstown Speedway. A message for all racers, race fans, or campers. Alternative Power Sources Incorporated, located in western Pennsylvania since 1995, we have proudly served homeowners and businesses throughout portions of Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia, offering a complete line of generators and the ability to provide turnkey projects. From sales and rentals to service, maintenance, and installation, Alternative Power Sources is dedicated to providing reliable generator solutions. Their brands include MTU, Kohler, Gillette, Yamaha, PowerTech, and ASCO. The experienced sales force has over 40 years' experience in the generator field, providing the resources to design the generator package to meet your needs and specifications and supply the specified products. If service is important to you, they are your source. Alternative Power Sources. For more information, call 1-800-894-4455. Night and Day Asphalt Seal Coating is there when you need them. They feature concrete pressure washing and seal coating. They can also provide handyman services. Tawan Baker, the owner of Night and Day Asphalt Seal Coating, is a big fan of local racing and would appreciate a chance to discuss suggestions on how to make your home or business look great. He would be happy to provide you with a free estimate. The appearance of your home is important, and your driveway is the first thing people see when they arrive. A driveway at your business tells possible customers a great deal about your products or services. Remember, you only get one chance to make a good impression. Night and day asphalt seal coating is there when you need them. For additional information, call Tawan Baker at 724-620-7830. That's 724-620-7830 for night and day asphalt seal coating. And now more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Bill Rebar. All right, fans, up next is Billy Rebar, the general manager up at Jennerstown Speedway. Bill, good evening. How are you? Doing well, Don. Thanks for having me. Mother Nature was not kind to not only Jennerstown, but all the tracks. It was it was a bad weekend. It was a bad week, Don. Uh, you know, not just the weekend itself, but the entire 
four days leading up to the weekend, it just had rained every single day except for Thursday, and it just wasn't enough of a dry out. And on top of the rain, we had some unseasonal cold temperatures. At the racetrack on Saturday, it was 41 degrees, it was sleeting, and there were actually snow flurries in the air throughout the area. So we made the decision very early, and when I tell you very early, we made the decision to cancel on Friday at about 4 o'clock. Uh, that gave enough time for the traveling teams, the concession workers, the fans. It gave everybody advance notice saying, hey, look, they're calling for more rain. Even if it doesn't come as much as they're saying, because sometimes they're wrong, go figure. Uh, just the temperatures itself, it just wasn't advantageous for us to, to try to pull off a race night, especially with an autograph night and things like that. So we made the early decision. and. Uh, surprisingly, it was overwhelmingly supportive by the race fans and the teams and the drivers. And everybody hates to lose a night of racing, but this wasn't one that uh, let's take a chance on. So we made the early decision. Everybody was able to enjoy their full weekend, both Saturday and Sunday. And we look forward to this week, Saturday, May 15th, which is our Armed Forces Appreciation Night. We have some really great things on tap. We work closely with a veterans organization called Operation Vet Now. And they do a lot to create awareness of PTSD. They work with Gold Star families, just tremendous group of people that we've worked with. And they will be working with us this Saturday to present some awards. And we have some uh, special guests. We're going to have what's called the Veteran Village set up. Great opportunity for uh, active and retired military personnel to talk to different people in the military community, uh, services that can be provided to them from you know, health benefits all the way up to, or, you know, organizations, meetings, things like that. So really great opportunity. Uh, all active and retired military personnel will receive free admission to the Speedway on Saturday, May 15th on. So really excited so far. You know, we're six days away, but the weather looks really good for this Saturday. So we're ready to get back on track with a five-division racing program along with Armed Forces Appreciation Night. I salute you for pulling the plug early because you're, I, I don't know if you call it a disadvantage or not, but you have so many traveling teams from far away. That's a good thing because they all want to race there. But because of the travel, to let them know early was a heads-up move. Absolutely. And the fans, I mean, our fan base, we have a huge traveling fan base. We have people that come from Philadelphia every week, Dawn, every week from Philadelphia to Jennerstown, which is pretty impressive but you know those folks appreciate that as well so we try to be conscientious for everyone involved and uh you know i think we get a lot of respect for the decisions we make okay let's touch on some of the special events why don't we start with the wheel and modified tour yeah don with all the rain out i figured it would be a great opportunity let's talk about the five big events we're going to have at jennerstown speedway complex this summer and the very first one of those which will be saturday may 29th where the Will and Modified Tour will return to the Jennerstown Speedway Complex. Uh, they produced two excellent races in the 2020 season, uh, one of which, unfortunately, was without fans because of NASCAR's policy and all the COVID procedures. Uh, the second one took place in August with fans, and they did not disappoint. Live pit stops, some of the best of the best drivers in the country in the Open Tour Modified Series were there. A thrilling race. These are by far my favorite uh, cars to watch. And we were able to bring them back on Saturday, May 29th. Uh, it is Memorial Day weekend, so teaming up with that same organization, Operation Vet Now, uh, we were working with JDV Productions, who's actually the organization that's leasing the Speedway that weekend. They have put together a fantastic 
appreciation, or I should say, show of respect to military personnel. Every one of the NASCAR Willem Modified Tour teams that will be participating in that event will carry the name of a fallen soldier on their car. So all the Gold Star families will be recognized. And uh, this is kind of emotional because this is really cool what they're doing. And we have some very close to home uh, Gold Star families locally that their names will be on these cars. And then the teams themselves, if they had someone close to them, they'll be carrying those names. But we had several teams when we announced this this past week to them that we were going to do this. Uh, several teams want to go above and beyond. They actually want to wrap their entire car in a theme to show appreciation and respect for the Memorial Day weekend and these Gold Star families. So uh, former and defending champion Justin Bonsignor, they've reached out. They're going to do something special on their car with wraps and several others. So I've said it before and I'll say it again. You know, there are different tiers at NASCAR, but these NASCAR Willow Modified teams, their series director, Jimmy Wilson, they are local short track racers doing it at a higher level, but they haven't forgotten their roots. They haven't forgot the fans. Amazing group of individuals to be around, and they're just fun people to be around. So I applaud them for going above and beyond. We have some really great things planned for that weekend uh, to show our respect for those fallen soldiers. Possibly even a flyover may take place that weekend. So really looking forward to that. A lot of fans, I mean, I'm telling you, I probably get two or three calls a day, Dawn, as to where they can acquire the tickets for this race. As I mentioned, this is a lease deal for the Speedway. So if you go to Jennerstown.org on your cell phone or your desktop, there is a link to JDV Productions where you can purchase your tickets online. Uh, tickets will be available at the gate as well. Giving the response that we're getting from everywhere, and when I say everywhere, I'm talking New Jersey, Connecticut, New York, New Hampshire, Pennsylvania, all over, I would recommend purchasing tickets in advance just to save you some time at the gate. But Really excited for the tour to come back on Saturday, May 29th on. You mentioned all these special things they're doing, and it leads me into a thought that what I love about short track racing, when you, before they start, there's a prayer and a star-spangled banner. It's unfortunate that some of the stick-and-ball sports do not understand that, and they don't handle things properly, but enough said well, there. Absolutely. And uh, last year when we had the two live TV shows on NBC Track Pass, we were discussing, we were meeting with the crews, and they said they were going to pick up the live TV show following the national anthem. And I stopped them right there and said, if you don't show the national anthem at my speedway, don't come. And they kind of got taken off guard, and they accommodated, and they did that. They didn't feel that they were doing anything wrong. They were just trying to plan their schedule uh, but I was pretty insistent, and that's the way we feel at Jennerstown Speedway, that we're going to pray and we're going to sing, and that's going to be part of the show. So uh, we're pretty proud of that, and that's not going to change anytime soon. Okay. Our next big event I'd like to talk about is on Saturday, July 3rd, uh, is the Cars Tour. The Cars Super Late Model Tour will return again on Saturday, July 3rd for their $20,000 to win super late model race this is one of the biggest paying super late model races in the country uh last year you saw names like steven nassie bubba pollard who ended up taking home the twenty thousand dollar check uh trevor knowles with the donnie wilson racing group sammy smith uh cal bush racing who's been dissolved he's now moved to the donnie wilson team so some of the biggest heaviest hitters in super late model racing will be at the track on saturday july 3rd and what's more exciting uh, originally, Don, this was a co-sanctioned event between the CRA and the Cars Super Series, Cars Tour. 
What had happened is uh, the sponsorship things have changed and it wasn't able that the CRA was going to be able to participate that weekend, so it's still sanctioned by the Cars Tour. Uh, there was an opportunity to have a pro late model race, and that was going to be the JEG CRA part. Well, with the withdrawal of their sanction, that void was there. I reached out to Jack McNally immediately, and we said that the Martellus Pharmacy late models will be participating racing that weekend with the super late model tour and the reaction we got from our group of racers barry audi teddy gabal on that they couldn't be more excited they're going to race for twenty five hundred dollars a win and 100 lap race on a national platform that'll be live broadcasting on pit road tv what more can you ask for so uh it's our opportunity to showcase our local drivers at jennerstown our martellus pharmacy late models on a national platform and produce show them what we can produce here at Jennerstown. So really excited for that event. Advanced tickets are on sale now. Uh, they're just $20 for adults. Kids 12 and under are free. We will have those tickets available at the Speedway office on race nights. It's something you definitely don't want to miss. We'll find out how our drivers stack up against some of the other traveling touring drivers. Bill, hold that thought. We're going to need to take a commercial break. We'll be back with more information and Bill Rebar after these messages. Toma's Meat Market is a full-service, old-fashioned butcher shop and meat market. Their stores nestled in the farmlands of western Pennsylvania, where they've been for over 50 years. They hand-select cattle and hogs purchased from local farmers. At Toma's, they can help you prepare for anything from your own family's dinner to a special graduation party, a company picnic, an anniversary celebration, a wedding reception, or a whole host of other things. They can prepare entrees and have them ready for pickup or delivery in foil chafer pans. Just heat them and eat them. Please call or stop by to find out about putting a package of these ideas together for your special event. The taste and the service are out of this world. Toma's Meat Market, located at 748 Dinnerbell Road in Saxonburg, PA. For additional information, please give them a call at 724-352-2020. That's 724-352-2020. Since 1974, Environmental Air Incorporated has provided quality sheet metal and HVAC services in the greater Pittsburgh area. They're a commercial sheet metal contractor. Founded in 1974 by Glade Neal, Environmental Air is a family-owned union sheet metal company. Currently managed by Paul and Craig Neal. The people of Environmental Air are both a team and a family. They believe customer service is important. They value their employees and know that together they can have a meaningful impact on each project or service they provide. Residential service is not available due to the magnitude of their commercial work. 47 years of excellent customer service is the foundation of this successful company. Environmental Air is located at 1100 McCartney Street, Pittsburgh, PA, 15220. For additional information, call 412-922-8988. Every day when they open the doors at Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, their goal is to provide great customer service by offering affordable automotive and truck repair service performed by highly trained technicians at the highest industry standard. 
By implementing the latest diagnostic equipment and computerized repair manuals, you can rest assured that your vehicle will be repaired to factory specifications for your specific car or truck. At Zarin Truck and Automotive, they believe in honest repairs and will demonstrate that fully by explaining the repair or service you are receiving, and they'll give you an estimate or quote before work is performed. When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights. All right, fans, we're back. If you're just joining us, we're talking to Bill Rebar from the Jennerstown Speedway. Bill, let's pick it up where you left off on the schedule. Well, we touched on two really big racing events, but our next event, or actually next two events, are changing gears a little bit. The All-Star Monster Truck Tour will again return in 2021, not with one show, but two shows, Don. Friday, July 23rd, the All-Star Monster Truck Tours will be at the Jennerstown Speedway Complex, and Saturday, July 24th. Um, this event has continued to grow at a very exponential pace, and we thought that it definitely would be worthwhile to have two shows back-to-back. Some people can't come Saturday, so maybe they can come Friday. Maybe they can't come Friday, they can come Saturday. And we've already had fans purchase tickets for both nights, and that's no kidding. Uh, and we weren't sure real well how the Friday show would be received, and I'm pretty amazed at how well the tickets are selling for both shows. So adult tickets are just $20. Kids 2 to 12 are just $10. Great night, six trucks. And this year, new to the All-Star Monster Truck Tour night, as we'll actually have freestyle motocross as well. Uh, there'll be dirt bikes doing tricks, backflips, things like that. So we added to the program, changing it up a little bit, make it bigger and stronger. You know, Don, I'm not going to lie, I didn't know what to think. I've only ever been to one other monster truck show. But after seeing these guys perform the last two seasons at Jennerstown, man, it's something great to see. These things are loud, they smell good, and they are fun to watch. So... We want to make sure everybody's aware of both Friday and Saturday, July 23rd and 24th for the All-Star Monster Truck Tour, along with Freestyle Motor Crowd Cross. Uh, you can find out all the information on our website. You're going to start seeing more TV ads running sooner and things like that. But really excited to bring that back. And, you know, it also creates another avenue to bring more race fans to the Speedway. Maybe not everybody's a race fan, but if they come to the Monster Trucks and they see what Jennerstown looks like, what we have to offer and they hear about the racing, you never know, they may just come back. So we try to open this up to invite a different clientele to the racetrack as well. Just food for thought. I don't know if it's an option or not. But what if you had a couple race cars there, maybe put them on the front straightaway so people could see them before the trucks start? That's actually a great thought that we've been looking into. We do a pit party before the monster truck starts, so those six monster trucks are on display on the front stretch. And we were actually on the same lines of thinking that we're going to display a couple late models and things so that our fans could get to know what the race cars are and hopefully draw their attention and want them to come back. So it's a great idea and great minds think alike there, Don. Yeah, thank you. Okay, now let's move to what I consider the big one, the big show, Magic on the Mountain. Yes, sir. That is by far my favorite event that we came up. It's time to talk about the August 7th, Motor Mountain Masters. Uh, this has turned into one of the most prestigious pro late model events in the country. Uh, it pays $10,000 a win, $800 a start for pro late model racing. That's probably one of the biggest purses you'll see combined. Last year, we had 36 
drivers from 10 or 12 different states participate. And the roster this year is nothing short of impressive. And we mentioned the Cars Tour uh, weekend at the late models, Martell's Pharmacy late models will race. And then there's also a third race on June 5th, which is a 75-lapper that we didn't really talk about. But those three races combined, the highest average finish of those three races, so whoever has the highest average finish of those three races in the Martellus Pharmacy Late Models will be eligible for a $1,000 bonus. So if a gentleman runs all or a lady runs all three races and they have the highest average finish across those three, at the end of the Masters, they're going to get an extra $1,000 in their paycheck. Uh, This race, has caught the attention of series directors from across the country, drivers from across the country, engine builders from across the country. And it just comes back to if you treat people right, you pay your bills, and you welcome with open arms, they're going to want to come race for you. And that's what we see with the Motor Mountain Masters. Um, once again, that race will be televised on Pit Road TV with Lenny Baticki and Tony Stevens and the whole gang. The, the weekend that I work for for the entire season, Don, uh, this is the race that you just I pour my heart and soul in, and it just to me it's what puts us back on the map at Jennerstown and puts us on that national level. But we're doing it all ourselves. We're not bringing someone in to run the show. We do it ourselves from the ground up. So really, really excited for the Motor Mountain Masters again. Adult tickets are twenty five dollars. Kids twelve and under are free, and those tickets will also be for sale in the Jennerstown Speedway office or online at Jennerstown.org. That is awesome. I call it magic at the mountain. What's up after that? Well, that brings us to our last special event of the year on a very special day and a solemn day. Uh, Saturday, September 11th, which we all know what that day signifies, the Isma Super Modified Series will return to the Jennerstown Speedway Complex. It's been a few years since they've been there. We know they're a fan favorite. Uh, we, you know, the fans speak, we listen. This has been the number one asked about race or touring series for quite some time to bring the Isma Super Modifieds back. And that is exactly what we're doing on Saturday, September 11th. So, uh, it's a very special day. Why not have a very special series? The Super Modifieds will return to Jennerstown. It's not the biggest track they go to, but it's one of the fastest. Uh, these cars, you know, Don, if you don't know what the Super Mods are, I know you do, but some of the listeners may not. You need to go on the internet, look them up. They have the articulating wing on the top. When they're full throttle, the wing goes flat. When they go into the corners, it actually comes up to create drag to put them on the ground. So these cars are just rocket ships on wheels. Really excited to have uh, the Isman Tour back at Jennerstown on Saturday, September 11th. I am amazed at what they do, the technology and uh, the the drivers. They've got to be the bravest guys in motorsports because, wow, they're flying. Um, yeah, uh, it just takes a special driver to get behind the wheel one of those things, that's for sure. Well, we're coming up. Uh, we're closing things out here. Is there anything you missed, anything you want to add? No, I think we gave a good opportunity to share the five big events that we have coming to Jennerstown this summer uh, on top of our weekly events. Hopefully we see everybody on Saturday, May 15th for our Armed Forces Appreciation Night and hopefully for good weather. And we want to remind the listeners that after your segment, we're going to hear from Adam Henry, a very happy uh, driver, picking up his first win. Yes, yes. Definitely a huge win for the underdog, Adam Henry, in the Sluistown Auto Record Modified. And I think you're going to see him up there again. So we're really excited to, to see the level of competition we have at Jennerstown as the car count continues to grow and we see new faces in victory lane, Dawn. Well, Bill, I want to thank you. You have a nice evening. You do the same. 
This portion of tonight's program was brought to you by Jennerstown Speedway. Toma's Meat Market is a full-service, old-fashioned butcher shop and meat market. Their stores nestled in the farmlands of western Pennsylvania, where they've been for over 50 years. They hand-select cattle and hogs purchased from local farmers. At Toma's, they can help you prepare for anything from your own family's dinner to a special graduation party, a company picnic, an anniversary celebration, a wedding reception, or a whole host of other things. They can prepare entrees and have them ready for pickup or delivery in foil chafer pans. Just heat them and eat them. Please call or stop by to find out about putting a package of these ideas together for your special event. The taste and the service are out of this world. Toma's Meat Market, located at 748 Dinner Bell Road in Saxonburg, PA. For additional information, please give them a call at 724 724- 352-2020. That's 724-352-2020. Number One Cochrane has created a new way, a faster way, an easier way to buy a car. Now you can complete as much of the process as you'd like online and spend less time in store. Or do it all online and get home delivery. Expressway is way easy to use. Just shop our nearly 20 new car brands and thousands of pre-owned vehicles to find the model that's perfect for you. We're big on transparency, so you get our best possible price up front. We call it our clear-cut price, and it's independently validated by Kelly Blue Book right on your screen. Our experts are standing by to help you throughout the entire buying process. You can also stop at any time, save where you are, and come to the showroom to pick up where you left off. Don't love your new vehicle? Don't worry, we'll take it back, no questions asked. Best of all, Expressway is open 24-7. That means you can buy your way with Expressway right away. Number one, Cochrane. See it all at Cochrane.com. Fans, joining us now is Adam Henry, one of the happiest guys from opening night at Jennerstown. Adam, uh, quite a night for you, picking up the win on opening night. Yeah, I was uh, I was thrilled that it worked out in my favor. I mean, the car was just on rails. Now, did you run the car a couple times last year? I did. I ran four races last year. Uh, I ended up building it last year, just me and a couple guys that helped me. It took a little longer than I thought it was. What kind of a chassis is it? It's a, uh, a complete how chassis, front, rear, center, complete how. Now, did did you buy it from how or from someone else? Uh, I actually bought it from how we. Uh, me and my dad went up to Michigan last year and picked it up. Well, you couldn't get a better uh, a better kind of chassis to run. How did you? Uh, what was your reason for getting involved in racing? Um, my dad ran in the, uh, early nineties. He ran at Jennerstown in the street stock division and he got me and my brother into go-kart racing whenever I was 10 years old, 10, 11 years old. 
and I ended up racing go-karts whenever I was 11 and 12, and then our local track closed down, and we didn't race anymore with go-karts. Then I understand after that, you spent some time in an enduro. Was that at Jennerstown? Yes. Uh, in 2018, I built an enduro car and ran at Jennerstown. Uh, I think I ran three or four races. Not quite sure. Now, uh, I understand you were in the modifieds for three years, now, but only two years with the new car. What did you have prior to that? Uh, well, my- my first year was in 2019, and that was in the modified division. And that was a it was a dirt works chassis with a Chevelle front clip. It was an older car, but it it ran good. But it wasn't a new street car, nothing like that. What did it feel like in Victory Lane? I mean, Billy Rebar said your dad was so excited he thought he's going to have to call Life Flight in there because he was worried about him. <laughs> I I. Whenever, like, the last two laps, my heart was racing. I mean, whenever I seen that checkered flag, I was I was smacking on the door and stuff like that. I was just so pumped up. It was a great feeling, the best in the world. Coming around for those last two laps, you're probably hearing noises in the car and thinking, oh, my gosh, is, is something going to go wrong? And, and the checker solved your problem there. Now, uh, what do you like best about racing? Um, it's. Definitely, it definitely has to be the fans and the adrenaline. Like, there's nothing that gets your blood pumping more than being in a race car and going as fast as you guys can with my fellow competitors and everything like that. What I like about Jennerstown, even made the uh, gate bigger down at the end of the front straightaway. So if people want to come into the pits after the races, they finish the show up around 930 and the fans can come down, see their favorite driver, take some pictures, get some autographs and, uh, you know, maybe uh, get a soft drink or if it's an adult, maybe some adult beverages. I think that from 930 till they close the place, there's a lot of happy competitors and a lot of happy fans. And I attribute that to the management, Billy Rebar and the owner up there because at some racetracks and I go to all of them nothing is more frustrating for a little kid that's a fan to come down in the pits and see his favorite driver's got everything buttoned up and he's heading down the road that's that's wrong yeah I know um that's one thing that I enjoy so much about Jennerstown is the fans the fans are great the kids are great uh my favorite nights are autograph night having the kids come down taking pictures with the kids and seeing their smile letting them sit in my race car and and just giving them like joy, seeing them smile just makes me happy. Well, and in your case, I mean, you're not a track champion and you're not one of the big names there. But when a kid comes down to your car, you're bigger than life. And if you're his hero, that's something that he's going to, he'll be a fan forever. And, and the most successful drivers are the ones that treat the fans properly. Yeah, that's very true. I uh, I know Barry Audi, whenever I was younger and my dad would take me down to the races, he was my hero. Barry Audi was definitely my hero. Seeing him win and how fast he was and the respect he had for kids and everyone, it, it just made me be his, like he was my hero to me. Not only a hero, but helps everyone. He's just like his dad. He will help anyone. He will work on a car that he's maybe one of his former cars that he's going to race against, and he's going to help the guy try to beat him. I mean, that's a class act. 
It really is. I mean, he's he's even helped me with my modified, helping me set up the rear end and stuff like that. Because whenever I built it, I didn't know much. I didn't know too much about building the car. I never done that before, so it was a completely new learning experience for me. If you're just joining us, we're talking to Adam Henry, the driver of the number sixty-two modified, and the winner on opening night with him. If you Working on the cars takes a lot of time. Now, you mentioned that you're a welder. Uh, that's got to come in handy. When when you have a race car, if you can weld, you're going to save a lot of heartache and a lot of time. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, I know, like, I had to weld a door plate on the side of the car, and I had to weld a couple braces and door, like, nerf bar mounts and stuff like that. And welding definitely came in handy with me because... Having a welder in my garage, that's also a big thing for any racer, if you can have a welder in your garage. Hobbies. Do you have any hobbies? Do you have any time? I guess in the winter you would have time, but do you have any hobbies? Um, mostly just hunting and fishing. Occasionally I'll go ride four-wheelers or dirt bikes with some of my friends. But mo- like I know from March until September to October, it's nothing but racing. Yeah, that's that's for sure. That's twenty four seven. Sometimes the fans think you wash the car, you go to track, you race, you go back home. Uh, they have no concept of the time. Races are they're one in the garage. If you get everything right in the garage, when you get to the track, other than checking air pressures, you shouldn't have to do anything. Put some fuel in and check the air pressure. Now the big win was probably the highlight of your career, but uh, I'd like to talk about the night you were running out of fuel. That was uh, that was actually in a practice day. That was the first time I ever raced a modified. Um, I went out for rookie practice at Jennerstown, and I think it was me and another car. And uh, I ended up hearing like the car was backfiring, and I mean it was like I was so excited, and I had the biggest smile on my face. I didn't realize what was going on, and I ended up running out of fuel on the backstretch and had to get pushed in. Well, it's best better it happens in practice than happening uh, uh, in the race. Uh, I always ask the drivers, how did you pick your number? 62 is an unusual number. Yes, it actually is a very unusual number. Um, whenever my dad ran in the 90s, he was always number 26. And whenever we ended up running go-karts, my brother, my older, he's an older brother, he's, he picked 26 as my dad's number. So I figured I'll swip, or swap it around and go with 62. So it has a little bit of meaning behind with my dad and everything. Well, anything, father and son, father, daughter, that's a special thing because the time you could spend with dad at the races, that's precious time. And from his point of view, you can't put time in a bottle. And to have the opportunity to spend not only every race night, but nights in the garage with his son, that's precious time. Um this doesn't happen by accident, and it doesn't happen without help. Let's talk a little bit about your sponsors. Yeah, I want to thank uh, 281 Screen Printing and Graphics. Um, I want to thank Custom Ironworks. That's actually the place I work at, and they help me out a lot um, throughout the year. And I want to thank Rapid Graphics. Uh, he does amazing work, and he did my entire race car. And I want to thank Fig Brothers Cool. He helps me out every year, and it means a lot to me. And Stone Fence Farms, they help me out every year since I've been racing. And then I just got a new sponsor this year. Uh, it's Ridge Top Auto, 
and they're doing a good bit for me already this year, which I I appreciate it so much. That is wonderful. Now, maybe with your first win, I don't know, I wasn't there, but in, in Victory Lane, you always want to make sure you thank your sponsors. Every once in a while, I'll hear a driver say, I want to thank my sponsors. They know who they are, and I'd like to grab them by the throat and choke them when they say that because you want everybody else to know who they are. Yeah, that's a big thing is you want everyone to know who sponsors you because if they can get more business and they can be a happy company, that's, they're going to help you out more. Well, Adam Henry, uh, I want to congratulate you on your victory. Hope to see you when we get up to Jennerstown. Are there any closing thoughts? Is there anything you'd like to add that we haven't covered? Um, yeah, I want to thank my uh, my mom and dad for supporting my racing career, and I want to thank all the people that helped me on my car. There's actually too many to list. There's probably about 15 to 20 of them that helped me, even the little, the littlest to the help to the most. I mean, I, I appreciate every little bit of it. Okay, well, congratulations again, and you have a nice evening. Hey, you too. It was good talking to you. This portion of tonight's program is brought to you by Zarin Truck and Automotive. A message for all racers, race fans, or campers. Alternative Power Sources Incorporated, located in western Pennsylvania since 1995, we have proudly served homeowners and businesses throughout portions of Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia, offering a complete line of generators and the ability to provide turnkey projects. From sales and rentals to service, maintenance, and installation, Alternative Power Sources is dedicated to providing reliable generator solutions. Their brands include MTU, Kohler, Gillette, Yamaha, PowerTech, and ASCO. The experienced sales force has over 40 years' experience in the generator field, providing the resources to design the generator package to meet your needs and specifications and supply the specified products. If service is important to you, they are your source. Alternative Power Sources. For more information, call 1-800-894-4455. Saturday Night Racing Entertainment. That's what you'll get every week at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. The 2021 schedule is jam-packed with racing action. It all starts May the 1st with our five weekly divisions. The Rush Dirt Late Models, the Penn Ohio Pro Stocks, the Hobby Stocks, the Young Guns, and the Four Cylinders. Throughout the season, PPMS hosts several racing series adding to the racing action. The Rush Dirt Late Model Touring Series, the Falcone Moon Township Automotive 410 Sprint Summer Series, the Rush Sportsman Modifieds, the Buckeye Outlaw Sprint Series, Thunder in the Dirt's Vintage Modifieds, and the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series. Special events include the Ed Laboon Memorial, the Herb Scott Memorial, the Red Miley Rumble, the Juke George Steel City Classic, and the 33rd Annual Pittsburgher 100. Stay up to date with all the news from Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway at ppms.com. On Facebook, it's Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, and on Twitter, it's at PA Motor Speedway. All right, fans, joining us now is 
former sprint car driver, Zach Morrow. Zach, uh, good evening. How are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Good. Now, I mentioned former sprint car driver, and people were probably thinking, geez, Don went brain dead. He's a sprint car driver. But the reason we're having this interview is I got tired of getting emails saying, what is the story with Zach Morrow? So let's start with when and how did you end up with the number 48 car? Well, I've known Mark and Colton Flinner my, pretty much most of my life. Um, Colton and I used to race go-karts together. I helped on his late model when he first started. And I was heckling someone else about, I uh, kept letting, letting me drive their late model. And when I told Mark and Colton that, they're like, well, why don't we just see if John's interested in letting you drive the 48 crate car at Pittsburgh every week. And uh, it, we obviously said, yeah. So we're giving this a shot this year. That's amazing because John Johnson, outstanding car owner, I mean, and he spares no expense. All his cars, I mean, Colton really hit the jackpot when he landed in that ride because, I don't know, they got four or five cars, you name it, they got them. Uh, but you probably were surprised when they said okay. Yeah. Um, I think Mark had a lot to do with the persuasion of it. Uh, he's been trying to get me a late model for years, but you just, it's. I think it's a hard division to start in because, there's just so much going on with the race cars. So when this deal came about and I knew I could get in a car that, I mean, if Colton was running it, it should be winning just about every week. It was an opportunity I was really interested in. Well, you're right. The nice thing about it, any adjustments that have to happen will be your driving style because you know the car, it's a good car and it's set up. Now, going from a sprint car, open wheels, to a late model, it's kind of an adjustment. I know years ago when I interviewed David Scott, uh, he won the sprint car feature and he won the, the late model feature. And I said, David, what, you know, some of your thoughts. He said, getting out of the sprint car and getting into the late model was almost like getting into a school bus because it's so much bigger. Some of your thoughts when you first did this, um, what did you think? It's ridiculously wide. Uh, when you're sitting in the car and you look to the right, it just looks like the deck goes forever. <laughs> it's it's about six feet longer than a sprint car, three feet in front and three feet in the rear. Uh, that's still taking some of an adjustment, but uh, it's it's a fun car to drive. They make a lot of traction, and uh, I mean, there's a lot of depth in that crate class to race against. There's a lot of really good racers every week. You're you're for sure the. Uh the talent pool there is pretty deep, and when you see so many good runners, you know, some fellows work their way up. There's even some cases where late model drivers, for budget reasons, have decided to run the crate cars because it's a lot more economical. Now, the uh, chassis you're currently uh, running, what kind of chassis, and obviously it's a crate motor? We're running a Rocket XR1 chassis with an Ingram 604 crate engine. Now, do you maintain the car, or do you live close enough that it just stays at uh, Mark's garage? It stays at the garage with Colton's cars, and I have to do all the maintenance and uh, washing, 
taking it to the racetrack. We use my truck and trailer. And then they're just a phone call away when I'm at the races. If I have a question about how the car is handling, they can steer me in the right direction with a setup adjustment. You kind of confirmed my suspicion when someone asked me, how did these two get together? I said they were either neighbors or friends. Well, it turns out I was right. But uh, when, when you went and asked them, I thought it was awful nice that they tried to negotiate this deal for you. Fans, if you're just joining us, we're talking to Zach Morrow, the gentleman that's driving the number 48, John Johnson, Colton, and Mark Flinner uh, in the crates at Pittsburgh, if the weather ever cooperates. Now, uh, what's the story with the sprint car? Is it just going to be parked for a while, or are you going to run it on nights when you're not at Pittsburgh? Um, it's going to be parked for a while. I want to really concentrate on this deal. Um, I think this is a very good race car, and we could have very good results. So it's my only focus right now. I still have my 410 engine, my 410 car. We could race it, but it's there's no plan to do that right now. Well, time is a big deal, and I, it's going to take enough time just maintaining this one. It's kind of nice that the, the game plan is uh, once a week, but do you think in the future, uh, once you get acclimated to the car and you're comfortable, that there might be some races other than Pittsburgh? Yes. We're definitely going to attend the Lernerville races along with, I'd really like to go to Dog Hollow a couple times, and that's something that might happen, but we just are going to get some races in under our belt at Pittsburgh first. I feel really comfortable there. I'm curious about the sponsors. Obviously, John Johnson has his sponsors on there. Are you going to be able to bring any of your sponsors over and add them to the mix? Yes. Um, My uncle is a sponsor of mine. Uh, with Generational Dental, and we have a new sponsor this year. CXL Warehouses is a really good friend of my younger brother's, and he came to some races last year and said he wanted to help out at some point. Uh, So it's new for him as well. Great. And how about the crew? Uh, What kind of a crew are you going to have? My two guys from my sprint car team Nelson and Nelson they'll come around a little bit and uh, Julian who's now the manager at Precise Racing is going to help me out on Saturdays as well he's got a lot of knowledge on the fender car stuff and he helped me in the past and we decided to do something different last year but he's pretty excited about what he's got going on for this year Sounds like a, a perfect uh, situation, especially with him at Precise, because any new products come in, anybody's having a problem with a product, he's going to know about it. Uh, he showed up at Pittsburgh last week with a truck full of stuff. Cool. Uh, Bob Bentz is probably going to help us out a little bit as well. He was at Le- or he was at Pittsburgh opening night with Kyle Luke on and myself. If you get Bob Bentz helping you, you couldn't ask for a better guy. I mean, his experience over the years with his father, who unfortunately passed, past and then bob and then his brother all right zach we're coming up on a commercial break do you have any closing thoughts anybody you need to mention uh i'd like to thank my wife she's looking forward to this a little bit and she is now pregnant so it's going to be a very fun summer for her um i'd like to thank my crew nelson julian andrew i'd also like to thank mark and colton for helping me out with all this uh john johnson john's towing river salvage Generational Dental, CXL Warehouses, All-American Framers, and Randy Towing. 
Okay. Well, I want to thank you for being with us this evening. You have a nice night and good luck, and I'll, I'll uh, be anxious to see you at the track. Hey, thanks a lot. This portion of tonight's program was brought to you by Zarin Truck and Automotive. Night and day asphalt seal coating is there when you need them. They feature concrete pressure washing and seal coating. They can also provide handyman services. Tawan Baker, the owner of Night and Day Asphalt Seal Coating, is a big fan of local racing and would appreciate a chance to discuss suggestions on how to make your home or business look great. He would be happy to provide you with a free estimate. The appearance of your home is important, and your driveway is the first thing people see when they arrive. A driveway at your business tells possible customers a great deal about your products or services. Remember, you only get one chance to make a good impression. Night and day asphalt seal coating is there when you need them. For additional information, call Tawan Baker at 724-620-7830. That's 724-620-7830 for night and day asphalt seal coating. Located in beautiful Somerset County in western Pennsylvania's picturesque Laurel Highlands, the Jennerstown Speedway Complex hosts exciting Saturday night racing from May to September. Come see daring drivers compete in late models, modifieds, pro stocks, street stocks, chargers, and the fast and furious fours. Special events include the Motor Mountain Masters, NASCAR Whaled Modifieds, ISMA sanctioned Super Modifieds, the Super Cup Stock Car Series, and Enduro races. The Jennerstown Speedway Complex takes great pride in providing fun, affordable family entertainment. The 6 p.m. start time allows the younger fans the opportunity to enjoy the entire show, including at the completion of each weekly event. Everyone in attendance is invited into the pits to meet the drivers and see the cars up close. Spend your Saturday nights in Somerset County at the Jennerstown Speedway Complex. Since 1974, Environmental Air Incorporated has provided quality sheet metal and HVAC services in the greater Pittsburgh area. They're a commercial sheet metal contractor. Founded in 1974 by Glade Neal, Environmental Air is a family-owned union sheet metal company currently managed by Paul and Craig Neal. The people of Environmental Air are both a team and a family. They believe customer service is important. They value their employees and know that together they can have a meaningful impact on each project or service they provide. Residential service is not available due to the magnitude of their commercial work. 47 years of excellent customer service is the foundation of this successful company. Environmental Air is located at 1100 McCartney Street, Pittsburgh, PA 15220. For additional information, call 412-922-8988. And now back to Don Gamble and more Rapping on Racing. All right, fans. Joining us now is Hall of Fame modified driver Brian Schwartzlander. Brian, good evening. How are you? Good, Don. How are you doing? Doing well. Doing, I'm, I'm, good. I'm still down south, but I'm anxious to get up to Lernerville, I said that when you win number 100, I want to get my picture taken with you in victory lane. So uh, you got a couple uh, couple more scores here. You got 97, so I got a little bit of time to get up there. But that would definitely be a really nice picture, and I'd like to save it. Uh, I'd like to have that myself, man. I hope we can do that. 2019, Carol Gamble did an article in the Butler Eagle, and she said, 
Brian Schwartzlander is the king of the Lernerville Speedway Big Block Modifieds. That's kind of a nice title. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's well, I think neat. she did that when you won your eighth championship. And as oh. far as I know, that's the most. I mean, Blackie had five. Joe Kelly had seven. But uh, you got uh, the most of any of them. That's uh, kind of a nice accomplishment. Yeah, that's pretty neat, too. I mean, it's something, you know, you don't think about, but when people tell you that, it's like, wow, there's been a lot of lot of great racers there, and uh, just to even be mentioned like that is uh, quite an honor. I guess maybe it's just because I'm old and I've been there so long. I don't know. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say that, but, you know, it's, it's not all about winning races. I think consistency is a big deal, and you obviously can't win every time, but if right. you keep the finishes where they need to be, that's how you do it. Yeah. You know, I wish I can't tell you how many seconds and thirds I've had in those points, and so many years are so close. Uh, it takes such an effort for those points. You got to be there. You can't have any DNFs, and uh, that's what it's all about: being consistent, staying up front, staying out of trouble. And uh, one or two bad nights and wrecks and stuff can take you right out of the point race. Your crew has been with you for a long time. Yes. Let's talk yes. about them. Your crew. Yep. Uh, you know, my brothers have been with me. Uh, my brother Jeff now works with Carl. That's his Carl Bowser, his son-in-law, a lot. But he's still here. We, you know, we keep the car in his his uh, uh, tool and die shop, so he's here all the time with us. And uh, my brother Keith and uh, Scotty Dorch, like my other adopted brother, he's been with me since he was like nine years old. And, and then I got my son BJ and uh, my nephew Justin, and uh, you know, my granddaughter Rihanna now is taking a lot of interest. She's uh, fourteen and. She's in the pits changing gears and tires and just a uh, family affair for us. And we've been together. I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those deals where they know what you're thinking and there's never much uh, argument about what we want to do. We talk it over. We try it. Sometimes it's not right. Sometimes it is. But uh, we keep pretty good notes and stuff. And the, the guys are great. I mean, it's, I couldn't do it without them, let me tell you. I mean, these championships and uh, Hall of Fame stuff, you know, they're all a big part of that. It's not just me. It's uh, their wish. Their names will be on the two because they deserve it just as much as I, I do. So, well, we'll get to the Hall of Fame in a minute. But what I like about racing, I mean, on a Friday night, maybe maybe you're on a track in our max, but the time in the garage with the granddaughter and your crew and your son and the whole family. That's precious time where that yeah. you're sharing with these people. And I've said it so many times. If you were playing football or baseball, they couldn't be in the dugout or they couldn't be in the locker room. Right. You, that's priceless, that time. Right. Hey, I didn't want to leave. I left out Scott Cover too. He's been with me for years also, uh, like part of the family. But you're right. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a team effort. I mean, uh, it's not just me behind the wheel. I mean, it takes all these guys to make things happen. We've been together so long that – Everybody has their job. Justin does the fuel, and uh, I take care of the motor, and Scotty does a lot of suspension stuff, and BJ does the shocks, and Keith's doing a little bit of everything. So everybody's got their jobs, and it makes it easier that way. I don't have to go on a track wondering if somebody put fuel in or somebody put air pressure in the tires, and uh, I think that's just such a big part of it, and it's, it's just fun to be around everybody, and it's all a family affair. You mentioned the Hall of Fame. I was familiar with two of them, but I'd like to talk about, there's four of them. Let's talk about each one uh, in no particular sequence. Well, the first one I got inducted to was the Armstrong uh, County Sports Hall of Fame, uh, which was pretty special because my dad had uh, uh, been inducted in it, uh, I think it was 
like six or eight years before that, and I, he had passed, so I had to go up and do the speech for him, and then to go up and have my name put in beside his. It was pretty cool. So uh, that was the first one, and then um, the, in, inducted into the Pittsburgh Circle Track, which was pretty cool. So many people in this Pittsburgh area, and to see the names in the booklet, it's just it's an honor to be in there with everybody. And and then it was I got a call from um, a letter from Larville saying I was getting inducted into their Hall of Fame. And like two nights later, I got a call from a lady that I thought was associated with Lernerville. And here it was from the Dirt Car Hall of Fame in Weesport. And here it was two different ones. So I got inducted in both of those in the same year, which is pretty neat. you know. And uh, all of them are it's just an honor to be in all of them. Um, it's just uh, it's just been a, a blessing, really. I mean, it's something I, all I ever wanted to do when I was younger was win a race and to win the races we've had and uh, got Recognizing these Hall of Fames is uh, really uh, something special to me. Fans, if you're just joining us, we're talking to Brian Schwartzlander. Uh, Carol Gamble calls him the king of the big block modifieds at Lernerville. Uh, now, you mentioned uh, the, the Circle Track uh, Club Hall of Fame, and Dave uh, Oliveri, who nominated you, he and I had multiple discussions because some of the board members said he's still racing. But Dave's argument was, what, do we have to wait until a man's dead to honor him? Why can't we do it when his family can appreciate this? And uh, you kind of broke the ice there. Yeah, and that, that's pretty neat. Uh, I, I agree. I mean, uh, it's it's nice to share that with your family. If I had passed and got in, it wouldn't be the same. Uh, at least I, I can uh, share that with them, and they're all such a big part of it. So, it, yeah, it is pretty neat to be one of the first. That uh, I think Learnville was the same thing. I think I was the first one in that that uh, wasn't retired. Well, that's, yeah, that's pretty pretty neat. That's the way it should be. I want to wind the clock back a little bit to when you started. Uh, you in ninety or in 1979, you ran a pure stock in a couple of races. But then mm-hmm. you uh, decided to just concentrate on raising your family, and it was, I guess, about ten years before you got into a modified for Tom Tom Forrester. Uh, how yes. did that deal come together? Well, a friend of mine uh, worked for Cabin Machine, which did the motors for Tom, and uh, Tom was looking for a driver. And my friend Boyd Brown, he he had been with me when I had the street stock, and I had actually had a late model in like eighty or eighty one, and one of Dick's. Uh, old cars and he had helped me a lot and, and he told Tom about me so Tom give me a call and I'm driving his car and that got me into the modifiers which were it's where really I really wanted to be because my dad ran modifiers my grandfather and uh I just wanted to run the modifiers and I, I mean I love running late malls also but that was kind of where I wanted to go and uh, it worked out well I ran for him for a couple of years and then we got our own car in 91 I believe it was well, and I- uh I actually saw you race in the late model down at Pittsburgh, and I wasn't impressed. And I thought, this fellows he's not comfortable in this car here. And then when you got into the modified, uh, whole new ball game. And I guess it's obvious the number, 83, was your dad's number, and that's a good number to have on your car. Yeah, I just he got to see me run for two years. He got to see me win my first championship, and uh that was my number. I mean, I, he being he wasn't running, I had to run that number. So just been part of the family. My, my granddaughter plays soccer, and number on the back of her shirt is 83. So <laughs> it's just sticking with the family. So. Something that uh, I wasn't aware of till a couple of years ago when I came down in the pits, I wanted to talk to you. 
and they were getting ready to do hot laps, and you hadn't arrived yet. And I'd like you to explain why you weren't there and how your work schedule makes it kind of tough to be there when you want. Yeah, well, my work schedule, uh, it changes. It varies at times. Uh, fortunately, I'm on daylight right now. Um, but I was on, at that time, I was on back shift, which was 3.30 to 11.30 at night. So I did that for two years. So I had to have the guys, we don't, I'm only about 15 miles from the track. So I'd have the guys take the car out, get it ready. And then I would leave work, get there just in time to jump in the car. And there was times when I put my uniform on, the car was running and went out and ran a heat race. So we actually won a championship in 2019 doing that. So, but it was pretty hectic on the driver because it was like a rush to get there and uh, just a lot on your mind. So, but uh, fortunately right now um, I'm on daylight and hopefully it stays that way for this season anyway. Your crew is so efficient. Once I learned the scenario, I would watch them. I'd be walking past, and like you said, everybody had a job, and the car was ready to go. You had no worries other than getting your suit on and getting out yeah. there for some laps. Yep. Yeah, most of the nights we didn't get hot laps, but we make it for the heat race, and uh, it worked out, but uh, it was kind of stressful. <laughs> yeah. We're going to need to take a commercial break. We'll be back with more comments from Brian Schwartzlander after these messages. I want to tell you a little bit about Area Auto Racing News. Nice uh, newspaper. It covers a lot of good stuff. Some of the writers, Dave Moody, Ernie Saxton, Walt Weimer, Chuck Bollinger, Dave Dragovich, just to name a few. As a matter of fact, Bollinger, Dragovich, and uh, Weimer have been part of Rapping on Racing for many, many years. You can get 50 issues for $56. But what I like best is a digital subscription, which is $45. Really neat uh, paper. If you need more information, you can give them a call at 609-888-3618. That number again for Area Auto Racing News, 609 888 3618. You won't be disappointed. Are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review? Rick Sabo of RPS Financial Solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud. He helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters. His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact find. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, give him a call at 724-443-5720. That's 724-443-5720. Or email him at rick.sabo at jwcemail.com. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, neither J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated or J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, nor its representatives provide legal, tax preparation, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W.C.A. J.W.C. RPS Financial Solutions and JWC, JWCA are unaffiliated entities. I want to tell you a little bit about 
the On Point Beer Distributor. You know, they're kind of excited. They're providing Butler and the surrounding areas with some great service and even better beer. Why don't you stop by and check out their selection? They can't wait to meet you. They're only nine miles from Lernerville Speedway, a great place to pick up beer on the way to the track. The customers say it's wonderful and friendly service. They highly recommend the place. On Point Beer is located at 154 Freeport Road, only minutes from Lernerville Speedway. If you like the good service and the good beer, stop in and say hello. If you want to call ahead, their number is 724-285-6298. It's owned and operated by a veteran, a former Marine. Stop in and see what they have. Okay, fans, we're back. We're talking to Brian Schwartzlander, the Big Block Modified Champion from Lernerville Speedway. Now, I saw a thing on Facebook that I thought was kind of cute. It said, may the fourth be with you. Can you explain what that is? Yeah, that was uh, a few years back. I don't know, three or four years ago. We, uh, JDRF, which uh, my sponsor, Calvin McCutcheon and Julie McCutcheon, are the uh, big part of that organization. And uh, they they did a, a walk and a, a special for the kids. And uh, we, we took the car up there and unloaded it and, the kids got to sit in the car and look at them, and it just so happened that the, you know, the Darth Vader people were there, and they got their pictures taken with it. And I actually, somebody sent it to me also. I hadn't seen that for a while, but that's how that took about. It was in the fall, uh, like I said, three or four years ago, and uh, that's how that happened. Now, I've seen you race at Charlotte on multiple occasions. Usually I have a chance to come over and visit with you. Uh, but uh, this past uh, month or so, you were at Bristol. What was that like? That was a pretty awesome trip. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it was just—it was an honor to be invited to that. Uh, to get in there, get down there, and pull into that place. Uh, I don't know if you've been there before, but uh, I have. You know what? A, what a facility! Yeah. To see dirt on it was pretty neat, and it's—it's uh, it's a, a track like I've never been on before uh, with the banking. And uh, you know, I read an article that Rick Eckert had uh, when he was down there at Glade Malls. He said about the track beating you up. It beat you up pretty good, just the, the forces in the corner and the speed that you got. Uh, but it was a lot of fun, a lot of good race. Uh, you're running with some of the best drivers around. And it was pretty cool to run two 40-lap features. And I think the only caution in either night was for a flat tire. And you're running hard, and it was a demanding track to drive on. And um, It's just a credit to the drivers. And uh, we really had a good time. My crew went down. We really had a lot of fun. And... Uh, we we won a couple last chance showdown races, so I mean it uh, wasn't a feature, but we at least got to be competitive. And uh, I think we finished twentieth uh, the first night and seventeenth the second. So well, I mean we were competitive and it was fun. You said you had to be invited. I wasn't aware of that. How did that work? Well, I, I don't know their process of inviting people, but they um, they didn't want to have three hundred cars there, and that's what they were worried about. Everybody just wanted to be on Bristol. Right, so right. They didn't have the room in the facility. They wanted everybody parked in the pits. So I believe there was 42 sprints and 40, you know, World of All sprints and 42 Super Dirt Series cars there. And it was by invitation. So, um, it was, it was pretty cool, because uh, they have their contract drivers, each one of them. Then I don't know how they picked the rest, but we were fortunate enough to get invited and, uh, Really had a good time. It, it was pretty cool down there. Something I, I'd like to say is uh, 
our guys up here, we battle week in and week out. We're some fierce competitors up here. But I go down there, and we're in a pitch, and who comes walking over but Cooter King and uh, Rick Rogalski and Mike Turner and Russ King. And before you know it, they're with our car most of the weekend and helping out. Rick was putting tires on. Mike was in the trailer working. So these are my competitors from Lernerville, but we had a good time together, and uh, they helped us out all they could. And it was kind of kind of neat to see the racing family be like that. Well, when you, when you m- mentioned the racing family and the competitors, I remember a night at Lernerville when uh, Nick Jones was battling with David Scott for the championship. They tangled in the heat race, and Scott's crew helped Nick fix his car, and Nick won the championship. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're I just it. great guys. I mean, they'll run the wheels off you on the track, but then they'll come That's in and right. help you put them back <laughs> back on yep. when he need help yep you, you i thought that was kind of pretty special to have those guys around and uh just to hang with them and be there to support us now i know russ was with a couple of cars that he had worked on and worked with but they they still come over and helped us and it was pretty cool that's a tribute to those guys we're talking to brian schwartzlander the king of the big block modifieds at lernerville now i would be remiss if i didn't mention mccutcheons how long have they been with you uh, the first year uh, that we had McCutcheons was uh, 1993, so it's been a long time. It's been a good relationship. Uh, we've won a lot of races together, championships, and they're as big as you know, and I. I left them out of the crew, but they're they were down there working on the car with us, and uh, they they haul it's their truck and trailer, and they haul us down, and uh, there's there's such a it's just like a big family, and uh, couldn't do without any of them. So they they're a big help. How about some of the other sponsors? Let's talk about them. Yeah, we have uh, McCutcheon that's been on for years. Uh, Peluso Roofing has come aboard the last two years, and Peace Contracting has been with me for a long time. Uh, my brothers and uh, sister-in-law Holly's Place, Precise Tool and Dyes, with us. Uh, this year we got uh, Holbein uh, Contracting or Constructions with us for the first time. Uh, Townsend Gas and Oil, Precise Racing Products, and and the JDRF, uh, which is part of the McCutcheon thing, uh, we've been together. Most of these sponsors have been with me for a long time. And uh, like Peace Contracting, they were down there watching, and everybody was down, uh, from up here was watching on Dirt Vision. So it, it's uh, it's a good good group. It's all one big family. What uh, for the casual fan that's going to hear this interview? What kind of chassis? What kind of engine? Well, I have an Ender's big block engine, which I've been with Kevin for. Since about 2000, uh, real good guy, real good motor builder, um, and we have a McNeil chassis uh, with uh, from Ontario, Canada. Uh, they've been with we've been, I've ran them for on and off for years, but they're really good good chassis and uh, have a lot of luck with them. And so that's what we have. We have uh, we put a new frame under the one car this year. Uh, it's, everything else was used on it, but we put a new frame and. We have a 2019 uh, car also, so so yeah, we're we're set for the season, and uh, hopefully we get started here real soon. I don't know the weather hasn't been real good this week, so we just have to play it by ear. You mentioned consistency, and based on your crew and their record, very few DNFs for the team, and I don't ever recall an engine coming apart. Maybe if it did, I missed it. So I think the. The family, the network, whatever's with your team, it's it's running running pretty smooth. Yeah, we there was one year we did have some engine problems. Uh, 
and a lot of it was due to new manufacturers on products that we were using in our motor. Once we got that solved, because we never had any engine problems before with Enders, and now that that's been fixed, you know, knock on wood, but the cars have been, the motors have been really good. Uh, so, and the guys, they do a great job. Very few nights that, that something falls off the car for some reason. There's, there's nights you can't help it, that something breaks, and that's just out of your control. But uh, our cars are pretty well prepped. I mean, we're down here just about every night. Uh, we come back from Bristol here, and there's every bolt and nut's been gone over in a car. So uh, it's kind of a routine we do weekly. Uh, we try to go down the list and uh, go over everything and make sure it's right. And uh, that's half the battle because the old saying, if you finish first, first you must finish. You know, you gotta you got to have the car ready. Uh, it's not like we pull the car out on Thursday night, work on it, and go racing Friday. I mean, it's when we race Friday night, we're down here 7, 8 in the morning Saturday, and first thing is to get a wash, and that's when you find if there's anything wrong, you get all the body off it. And you just start, and uh, if you don't, then you, then you start having problems. So the guys do a really good job in that, and uh, we, I think we have a really good maintenance program that uh, keeps us finishing. Well, another famous quote, races are one in the garage. Yeah. You can't be working on the car, doing things at the track that should have been done in the garage. Well, Brian, we're coming up on a commercial break. Any closing thoughts? Is there anybody else we need to mention? Well, I would like to mention my wife. Uh, She puts up a lot. She's done it for years. And, uh, man, I I couldn't do it without her. Uh, She's supportive. it told me the other day, she said, when are you going to grow out of this thing? <laughs> like, well, you know, I don't know. I said, you, you know what you're in for when you, you, you joined up with me. But uh, yeah, she really, she sacrifices a lot, along with the rest of my family. Uh, it's just uh, like we talked. It's, it's, it's a whole team effort, and uh, she's such a big part of it. And, uh, man, I definitely couldn't do it without her. Well, Ben Miley, uh, when Jane, his wife, met him, uh, he was I think he was right out of college, and he said, you know, I'm involved in racing. And she said, yeah, he'll grow out of this. And he <laughs> raced for what, 30 or 35 years, never yeah. grew out of it. So I can appreciate yeah. your wife's uh, situation. Well, Brian yeah. Schwartzlander, I want to thank you for being with us. And I really like that nickname, the king of the big block modifieds at Lernerville Speedway. And nothing would make me happier than that ninth championship. Me too, Don. That would be great. We've got to work cut out for us. We miss opening night because of Bristol, so we're behind the eight ball. But uh, we'll give her our best, and uh, I'd, I'd like to get that picture with you. That would be awesome. Um, uh, I can't wait. Well, Brian, yep. thank you very much. You have a nice evening. Okay, you too. Thanks for having me on. This portion of tonight's program is brought to you by Environmental Air Incorporated. Every day when they open the doors at Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, their goal is to provide great customer service by offering affordable automotive and truck repair service performed by highly trained technicians at the highest industry standard. By implementing the latest diagnostic equipment and computerized repair manuals, you can rest assured that your vehicle will be repaired to factory specifications for your specific car or truck. At Zarin Truck and Automotive, they believe in honest repairs and will demonstrate that fully by explaining the repair or service you are receiving and they'll give you an estimate or quote before work is performed. 
When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights. Saturday night racing entertainment. That's what you'll get every week at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. The 2021 schedule is jam-packed with racing action. It all starts May the 1st with our five weekly divisions. The Rush Dirt Late Models, the Penn Ohio Pro Stocks, the Hobby Stocks, the Young Guns, and the Four Cylinders. Throughout the season, PPMS hosts several racing series adding to the racing action. The Rush Dirt Late Model Touring Series, the Falcone Moon Township Automotive 410 Sprint Summer Series, the Rush Sportsman Modifieds, the Buckeye Outlaw Sprint Series, Thunder in the Dirt's Vintage Modifieds, and the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series. Special events include the Ed Laboon Memorial, the Herb Scott Memorial, the Red Miley Rumble, the Juke George Steel City Classic, and the 33rd Annual Pittsburgher 100. Stay up to date with all the news from Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway at ppms.com. On Facebook, it's Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, and on Twitter, it's at PA Motor Speedway. And now, back to more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Tom Lang. All right, fans, we're ready for some straight talk with Tom Lang. Tom, good evening. How are you? Good evening, Don. It's a pleasure to join you, as always. I agree. Hey, the PDRA made their first ever visit to Bowling Green, Kentucky last week, and it turned out to be quite a race. Tell us a little bit about it. Well, the second stop on the 2021 Professional Drag Racers Association Tour was the Stroud Safety Door Slammer Nationals, presented by Classic Graphics at historic Beach Bend Raceway Park in Bowling Green, Kentucky, the first time that a PDRA event was held there. And except for all-day rain on Thursday that washed out the usual test session, it was a great event. Uh, actually, the Thursday rain out wasn't all bad, as it did give the teams the opportunity to visit the National Corvette Museum and some of the other attractions in the Bowling Green area. But once qualifying got underway on Friday, the racing was extremely close, very fast. In Penske PRS Pro Boost, presented by WS Construction, Kevin Rivenbark took the number one qualifying spot with a 3.628 at over 209 mile per hour. Randy Weatherford was second with a 364.4. Jason Lee third with a 365.0, followed by P2 contracting driver Todd Tutterow's 365.5 and Jim Beedling's 365 with a 9. Uh, Lee and Beedling were both upset in round one, after which the red lights started to fly, and Tutterow and Weatherford took advantage of them. In round two, Tutterow beat a red-lighting Jeff Rudolph, while Johnny Camp left too soon against Weatherford. In the semifinals, both drivers again were handed easy wins, with Rivenbark fouling against Todd, while Jason Harris did the same versus Randy. In the final round, again the red light came on, this time a Weatherford's lane, which was very advantageous to Tuttero. Although Todd had his best light of the race, a 008, his car made a hard move to the right side wall just off the line, he was forced to lift off the throttle. Weatherford sped to a 3.644 at over 209 mile per hour, but it was for naught as King Tut already secured the win via Randy's red light. The win moved Tuttero into second place in the points, just one behind Weatherford. Riven Bark sits three behind Tuttero with Camp 
just five points back of Todd. In Switzer Dynamics Pro Nitrous, for the first time in 12 races, the drivers who were considered to be the best in the class, Jim Halsey and Tommy Franklin, both failed to make the final round. Instead, it was Ron Munich, who had won the week before the Northeast Outlaw Pro Mod Association race at MIR, and Jay Cox, who squared off in the final. Cox is generally considered to be an equal to Halsey and Franklin, but he had come upon some hard times of late. His last final round appearance was a win over Halsey last July at Virginia Motorsports Park. The last time neither Halsey nor Franklin appeared in the final round at a PDRA Pro Nitrous race was June of 2019. Cox's orange Butner construction back car is referred to as the Pumpkin, and Halloween came early for Jay. He qualified number two at a 367, just behind Halsey's class leading 365. When the eliminations began, the chips started to fall Jay's way as Tommy Franklin fell in round one to John DeServo, and Halsey was knocked out in, the round, in round two by Munich. Cox defeated Rob Honeycutt in the first frame and John DeServo in round two. He then was rewarded with a bye in the semifinals due to a short field. In the final round, Munich was waiting for him. Cox drilled the tree for a near-perfect 003 light and beat Munich on a whole shot, 366 with a 5 to a quicker 365 with a 6. Jimmy Pelkarski appeared in his second straight Shameless Racing Outlaw 632 final. For the second straight race, it was his teammate Wes DiStefano who was in the other lane. Jimmy got the measure of Wes at Galat a few weeks ago, but it was Wes's turn this time as Pelkarski left before the tree was activated, handing the win to Wes. DiStefano was going to be hard to beat anyway, as he had run quicker than Pelkarski all race long, resetting the class ET and speed record during qualifying, setting new marks at 4.105 at 174.59 mile per hour. And in Liberty Gears Extreme Pro Stock, presented by AED Fuel Systems, third-generation driver Justin Kirk scored his first career win by knocking off Stephen Boone in the final round. Kirk got off the line first by a scant seven thousandths of a second and outran Boone to the stripe 4.063 to a 4.076, both over 177 mile per hour. Tom, it sounds like racing in the pro classes was very exciting. How about the sportsman categories? In MagnaFuel Elite Top Sportsman, Chris Nigeris, driving a brand-new C7 Corvette, cut a huge break in the final round. Opponent John Benio, a many-time winner in the class, welded Chris to the tree with a 002 light, but ran under his 3.79 dial by just six thousandths of a second as Nigerus helplessly coasted down track after his car got far out of shape at the hit of the throttle, forcing Chris to lift and watch ben do- Benio speed down track, but it was Chris who wound up in the winner's circle. Uh, Stacy Hall beat Nick Maloney in the regular Top Sportsman final, and Lucas Oil elite top dragster Jeff Liebla took the win over a red-lighting Al Peevler. Liebler was going to be tough to beat as he had an excellent 009 light, coupled with a 376.2 on a 376 dial. An 11th dial package is going to win you a lot of races. 
In the regular top dragster final, David Petrovsky beat Bob Mandel. Both drivers had double-O lights. Petrovsky was just too foul off of his dial. In cool shirt pro junior dragster, Hunter Davis took the number one qualifying spot with a perfect 7.900 run against the 790 index, and he scored the win at his home track. Davis defeated P2 contracting driver Ethan Stedding in round one, but Stedding was still able to leave the track with the points lead. In classic graphics, top junior dragster Eli Wiggins took the win over Parker DeWeese, and Austin Sloan earned the victory in the final round of Edelbrock Bracket Bash over Jesse Warner. The 2021 PDRA Tour continues May 27th to 29th at the inaugural DeServo Construction American Door Slammer Challenge presented by Callies at Summit Motorsports Park in Norwalk, Ohio. That will be another first-time venue for the PDRA Tour. Uh, we're looking forward to being there. I love your comment. He welded him to the tree. <laughs> <laughs> You're never That's one of many ways of saying that. You're never at a loss for words. Hey, I understand you had an interesting experience at the Corvette Museum. Uh, yes, I did, Don. Uh, actually, the Corvette Museum is an interesting experience in and of itself. But my visit there was the first time I ever took advantage of a senior citizen's discount. I got $2 off admission because I'm old. Hey. Take that for all it's worth and use it as often as you can. Well, I plan to now that I've, uh, I never did before, and I looked up at the sign, and it had the emissions price, and it said 62 and over, $2 off, and I'm like, hey, why not, you know? Yeah. So, you could buy a coffee with the savings. Well, it depends where you go to get that coffee. <laughs> Sometimes they're a little pricey, but. Uh, yeah. Well, Tom, we're, we're coming up on a commercial break. Uh, did we cover everything? Uh, yes, Don, we did. Well, I thank you very much. Oh, wait, did we talk about your picture with the hat and the trophy? Oh, no, we didn't. Uh, well, last week I mentioned about uh, there was going to be a derby hat contest uh, as part of this event. And uh, Guy Rizzo told me a long time, if you're going to go, go whole hog. So I went whole hog. I had an orange felt top hat. I said had a set of uh, a coat with tails a tuxedo shirt, white gloves, and uh, I actually won the award for Best Gentleman's Derby Hat. And uh, I think the reason that I got the win is I told Judy Franklin that if I didn't win the contest, I was going to wear that get-up to the banquet. So I think it was like a, a preemptive strike to make sure that uh, I didn't show up at the banquet looking like a clown. So if somebody wants to see this work of art, can they go to your Facebook page? Uh, yes, it is on my Facebook page. And uh, I'm not sure if I put it on the P2 Racing TV page or not. But, yes, it's, uh, and it's on Judy Franklin's Facebook page. Uh, the official photographer, Gary Rowe, uh, he took, actually, he took some pictures not only of me with the trophy, but... The contest took place during the final round of pro qualifying Friday night. So he actually had some pictures of me taking video in this getup. And uh, it was kind of tricky because I've learned that if you're standing beside the car as it goes past on the burnout, the exhaust coming out of those zoomy headers, 
it will blow the camera right out of my hand. And I was concerned about that happening to my hat, so I was holding on to my hat with one hand and taking video with the other. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of places to go see the picture. I love it. Tom, I thank you. You have a nice evening. Uh, You do the same, Don. Thank you. This portion of tonight's program was brought to you by Environmental Air Incorporated. Located in beautiful Somerset County in western Pennsylvania's picturesque Laurel Highlands, the Jennerstown Speedway Complex hosts exciting Saturday night racing from May to September. Come see daring drivers compete in late models, modifieds, pro stocks, street stocks, chargers, and the fast and furious fours. Special events include the Motor Mountain Masters, NASCAR Whaled Modifieds, ISMA sanctioned Super Modifieds, the Super Cup Stock Car Series, and Enduro races. The Jennerstown Speedway Complex takes great pride in providing fun, affordable family entertainment. The 6 p.m. start time allows the younger fans the opportunity to enjoy the entire show, including at the completion of each weekly event. Everyone in attendance is invited into the pits to meet the drivers and see the cars up close. Spend your Saturday nights in Somerset County at the Jennerstown Speedway Complex. Are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review? Rick Sabo of RPS Financial Solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud. He helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters. His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact find. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, give him a call at 724-443-5720. That's 724-443-5720. Or email him at rick.sabo at jwcemail.com. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, neither J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated or J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, nor its representatives provide legal, tax preparation, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W.C.A. J.W.C. RPS Financial Solutions and J.W.C. J.W.C.A. are unaffiliated entities. And now, more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Dave Oliveri. Listeners, joining us on Rapid on Racing is Brittany Kennedy. As you heard Don Gamble say so many times, the backbone of any race team are the ladies that take care of the drivers, whether it be their husband, their boyfriend, dad, uncle, or whatever. So the wives, the girlfriends... The daughters, the sisters, the any woman, if you want to get an answer done or get something done correctly, you go to them. And joining us is Brittany. Brittany, wrapping on racing. It's been a long journey for you. It's like, what, maybe 22 years now. But uh, I had an opportunity to see when you were one week old. Uh, we're both Tauruses. Our birthdays are three, three days apart. I'm the 23rd of April, you're on the 26th, you share that day with my mother, so it's definitely a special day for me, but just from the Kennedy standpoint, 
which is, I don't want to say more male-dominated, you know, with Andy and Clayton and, and your dad, Chuck, but you've had this indoctrination at one week old at Challenger, I remember, you, this little, little, I don't know, you know, baby with this dark hair, and, you know, 22 years later, you're you're still at it. You're as much as a racing junkie than anyone in your family, perhaps more so than anyone in your family. I mean, you follow everything. If I have a question to ask you on anything with Clayton or the, the vintage cars or Clayton's car or what Andy's doing or Josh Richards, you're Johnny on the spot with that. So just tell listeners how you got involved with it, the things that you like to do, and why you still do it. Okay. Well... I obviously was born into a racing family and really had no other choice, but I found as much as love in racing as the boys did. Then I grew up around race cars out there scraping mud at a young age, and I said, and as I got older, it just developed into more things like washing the race car. I can change gears. I don't like to do that, but I can do it. Um, I can change tires. I do a little bit of everything. I really found my niche in doing the PR stuff and updating Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Um, there's just a, I just do a little bit of everything. I'm out there washing the race car religiously, as Dad has said. Um, that's what I like to do. I like to keep it clean. I like, you know, I'll jump in and do whatever the boys need me to do. I fill fuel jugs. Um, at the races, I kind of step back and really just become the main cheerleader and get the lineups and stuff like that. Um, but it's definitely something that I love, and I don't, I can't imagine life without racing because we've been doing it for so long, and I was born into it. Well, you got a quiet group in your family. Your dad, in terms, of, I think he probably, I don't, I don't, he graduate to a smartphone yet? Or he, no. no, he still has a flip phone. Okay, well, some things aren't going to change. Oh no, no phone at all. Okay, well, okay. So, thank goodness, but when he was racing, you didn't have to do the PR for your dad because you'd had to use like uh, flags or something yep. to yeah. to do that because you know your dad's a great person, but also very quiet. You know, Clayton takes after that it's the same demeanor. I mean. Clayton will talk. He's there, but like you said, uh, he's more of along the lines of your dad. Now, Andy's a little more the more brash one of the family, uh, whether a good thing or bad thing. But uh, you know, how is it when you know you're in the garage and well, we'll leave your dad out of this one because he's a parent, you know. And but you know, being the youngest, a girl, and both of your your siblings are older brothers. Yeah. Uh, good thing, bad thing at times. Definitely good things, bad things. I'm sure I've learned some stuff that mom's probably not real proud of that I've learned or picked up in the garage, but that keeps them on their toes. <laughs> yeah. So what is it, if you have like one favorite thing that you kind of like enjoy doing? In other words, like obviously... We talked about the Tuesdays here at the garage. That, you know, it's special. You know, your dad in, in our pre, in a previous interview said, you know, it's like thirty some years of doing this, and you know, that's longer than you are old. And uh, but uh, I know you're real active in, on race day. I am real active on race day. Um, I'm here getting the cooler ready to go, uh, making sure his driving suits in the trailer and all kinds of stuff. I think my favorite race. Day racing activity is definitely 
on the way to the races, it's just me and the boys and, you know, Clayton's father-in-law and sometimes my sister-in-law. And we just laugh and, you know, try not to think about what's going to happen the night ahead. Just kind of stay positive and talk about our work week. And I really enjoy Tuesday nights as well because that's our family dinner night. And then we proceed out in the garage to work on the race cars. So it's really the family time when it comes to racing that I think I love the most about it. It's kind of funny. We always talk about family. It's like, you know, and you know, you're you're the youngest, and you know, Clayton's married. Mm -hmm. You know, Andy's got a girlfriend, and I think if Brittany ever has a boyfriend, you, he better like racing, or uh, there might be a little bit of a uh, uh, trouble with that relationship. I'm just kind of you, you yeah. kidding you a little bit, yeah. but uh, yeah, you, sure. yeah, you have to really like it. That's for sure. You definitely got to like racing because that's my life. <laughs> you know, just in to wrap some things up, um, one of the things that you've been doing lately, and, and, and a bunch of different things, is you, uh, in some form of art, you do a lot of racing art, uh, amongst other things else, but we're going to stick with the racing theme with your wood burning. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I make wood burnings for, I started out doing the, um, I made one for somebody, I made one for Kyle Lucon for his birthday or something, and I really liked doing it, and then it kind of snowballed, and I made the boys each one, and then I posted them on Facebook, and I've made them for Eric Wilson, a guy in Tennessee, a guy in Iowa. Um, it's definitely something that I'm passionate about, and, you know, my dad helps me out drawing the lines because, you know, sometimes I'm not, I can't see 3D, and Chuck Kennedy is definitely one that can see 3D because everything starts as a Jeep, which is always what he says. <laughs> so um, I definitely find joy in wood burnings, and that's usually what I do on Saturdays after I wash the race car. I'll sit down and wood burn for a little bit, but um, if anybody's interested, you can look at my Facebook and see. They're great for Father's Day or birthdays. Well, it's been great having you on the show. It's just nice to get a, a woman's perspective sometimes. And like I said, being a Kennedy, that was never a, uh, a doubt that you would have to do that. But, you know, just in, conclu in conclusion, you know, you have a Hall of Fame dad, not once but twice now. You have a brother that races and a brother that's a crew chief. Doesn't get much better than that, does it? No, it really doesn't get much better than that. And I can't say how proud I am of dad and all the things that he has accomplished. It's definitely not been easy over the years, but for one thing for sure, he's never given up and he has definitely taught us to never give up and to make sure that we keep doing what we're doing. And we definitely do this for him for sure. I'll make sure when Don gets back to, to Pittsburgh that Don and myself go over to the trailer because I always know there's snacks over there. <laughs> so thanks for uh, for the interview, Brittany, and I'm sure we'll see you at Lernerville at some point during the season. All right. Thank you for having me. <laughs> this portion of tonight's program is brought to you by Night and Day Asphalt Seal Coating. Every day when they open the doors at Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, their goal is to provide great customer service by offering affordable automotive and truck repair service performed by highly trained technicians at the highest industry standard. By implementing the latest diagnostic equipment and computerized repair manuals, 
you can rest assured that your vehicle will be repaired to factory specifications for your specific car or truck. At Zarin Truck and Automotive, they believe in honest repairs and will demonstrate that fully by explaining the repair or service you are receiving, and they'll give you an estimate or quote before work is performed. When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights. Saturday night racing entertainment. That's what you'll get every week at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. The 2021 schedule is jam-packed with racing action. It all starts May the 1st with our five weekly divisions. The Rush Dirt Late Models, the Penn Ohio Pro Stocks, the Hobby Stocks, the Young Guns, and the Four Cylinders. Throughout the season, PPMS hosts several racing series adding to the racing action. The Rush Dirt Late Model Touring Series, the Falcone Moon Township Automotive 410 Sprint Summer Series, the Rush Sportsman Modifieds, the Buckeye Outlaw Sprint Series, Thunder in the Dirt's Vintage Modifieds, and the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series. Special events include the Ed Laboon Memorial, the Herb Scott Memorial, the Red Miley Rumble, the Juke George Steel City Classic, and the 33rd Annual Pittsburgher 100. Stay up to date with all the news from Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway at ppms.com. On Facebook, it's Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, and on Twitter, it's at PA Motor Speedway. Night and Day Asphalt Seal Coating is there when you need them. They feature concrete pressure washing and seal coating. They can also provide handyman services. Tawan Baker, the owner of Night and Day Asphalt Seal Coating, is a big fan of local racing and would appreciate a chance to discuss suggestions on how to make your home or business look great. He would be happy to provide you with a free estimate. The appearance of your home is important and your driveway is the first thing people see when they arrive. The driveway at your business tells possible customers a great deal about your products or services. Remember, you only get one chance to make a good impression. Night and day asphalt seal coating is there when you need them. For additional information, call Tawan Baker at 724-620-7830. That's 724-620-7830 for night and day asphalt seal coating. And now more Rapid on Racing with Don Gamble and Howie Bayless. Drake, now I did some checking, and is this a career first on the Renegade Tour? Yeah, yeah, this is the first one. Not a bad way to extend that point lead, pick up the big win. Um, early into the season, five different winners in five different races, I was told, and uh, has to feel good to get your name on the Renegades of Dirt Victory Lane. Now, you started out the year in Florida. You picked up a couple wins down at East Bay. You then came up here, and uh, seems like you were chasing the Northern Dirt. But now tonight, you get your first win on the Renegade Tour, first win here at Lake Trobe. Has to feel special. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, it's uh, definitely a good points night for us. And, uh, you know, Eddie and Mike, you know, they're two of the best modified racers in the business. So, uh, you know, it was nice to... Nice to be uh, quick all night, and, you know, hopefully we can just keep it rolling throughout the season. And if I'm – I believe you're also the first trialman to ever win at Lake Trobe. Your dad, DJ, and uh, your grandfather, Dave, I don't think picked up wins here. So nice to be able to be the – say the first to win at a track for the family. Yeah, for sure. 
Hey, Drake, we talked about those sponsors, but let's talk about this track, man. A ton of bite in it. And you were poking around, and you went up in that high groove, and you got around Carrier coming down the front stretch. And just a big sign of respect. I mean, you had to know that he wouldn't crowd you. He left you that room, and he knew that you were going to be able to go straight and not take both you guys out too. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, Eddie's a, he's a class act. You know, he's, uh, like I said, he's the best in the business. So, um, yeah, you know, I, I, he kept hitting them holes there, and I, I kept hitting them too. So I figured if I could get out around them and then hit them straight up off to get some drive, I'd be all right. So that's what, that's what we tried, and it just worked out. So, uh, you know, I got to thank the track and, um, you know, the, the series for putting this deal on for us and uh, all my sponsors, of course, uh, Smith Transport. Uh, RFI Resources, Legendary GT, uh, I-65 Transport, uh, Thomas Cumberland Subaru Hyundai, uh, Chlor's Notary, Fuel Service by Glassmere, uh, Shoes Diesel Performance, um, MB Custom Race Cars. You know, this thing's been just amazing to us all year long. Um, LaSalle Racing Engines. Uh, this is actually a fresh engine that they just... Uh, we just got back uh, first night out with it, so you know it ran pretty good for us today. And uh, Wheeler Fleet Solutions and Rice Tire, uh, Thunder Hill Trucking, Schaefer Construction, uh, Wheeler Fleet Solutions, um, Merkel's Wing and a Prayer, you know, um, DNR Trucking and R&D Brokerage, you know, my mom, my dad, my grandma, my pat, my mom, my pat, and uh, you know uh, all the fans. Hopefully, we put on a good show for them tonight. And of course, my hardworking crew, you know, Mort, Jake, and um randy and kevin and uh jared and uh aiden and you know just uh, rodney and mark and travis and you know everyone who comes and uh helps me out and uh we'll uh just get back after this week and uh well we're we're actually racing uh roaring knob tomorrow so if you guys get a chance come on out and uh support the local track now you you mentioned about racing tomorrow we have some super late model shows coming up here later on in the season at late trope you going to bring that down the mb custom super late uh you know it just all depends uh schedule permitting you know i'm following the whole renegades tour so um i mean if we're if we're free uh it just it just all depends you know on what the what's on the agenda for that weekend we we're uh we can pop up pretty much anywhere so uh it's just kind of a week by week deal Race fans, give a round of applause from Hydeman, Pennsylvania. A career first, Renegade's third of win for the kid, Drake Troutman. This portion of tonight's program was brought to you by Night and Day Asphalt Seal Coating. Located in beautiful Somerset County in western Pennsylvania's picturesque Laurel Highlands, the Jennerstown Speedway Complex hosts exciting Saturday night racing from May to September. Come see daring drivers competed late models, modifieds, pro stocks, street stocks, chargers, and the fast and furious fours. Special events include the Motor Mountain Masters, NASCAR Whaled Modifieds, ISMA sanctioned Super Modifieds, the Super Cup Stock Car Series, and Enduro races. The Jennerstown Speedway Complex takes great pride in providing fun, affordable family entertainment. The 6 p.m. start time allows the younger fans the opportunity to enjoy the entire show, including at the completion of each weekly event. Everyone in attendance is invited into the pits to meet the drivers and see the cars up close. Spend your Saturday nights in Somerset County at the Jennerstown Speedway Complex. 
Since 1974, Environmental Air Incorporated has provided quality sheet metal and HVAC services in the greater Pittsburgh area. They're a commercial sheet metal contractor. Founded in 1974 by Glade Neal, Environmental Air is a family-owned union sheet metal company currently managed by Paul and Craig Neal. The people of Environmental Air are both a team and a family. They believe customer service is important. They value their employees and know that together they can have a meaningful impact on each project or service they provide. Residential service is not available due to the magnitude of their commercial work. 47 years of excellent customer service is the foundation of this successful company. Environmental Air is located at 1100 McCartney Street, Pittsburgh, PA, 15220. For additional information, call 412-922-8988. Stand on it. Come on, man. Stand on it. Jennerstown Speedway proudly presented Rappin' on Racing, the Tri-State's number one motorsports talk show. Today's program was brought to you in part by our marketing partners. Recognized by the Eastern Motorsports Press Association as one of the top racing shows in the Eastern United States. Have a great week, and be sure to tune in next Monday for another installment of Rappin' on Racing. Stand on it. Come on, y'all. Stand on it.